Uh, Bhante Sujatha's journey here began uh, in Sri Lanka, which has a Buddhist culture that uh, takes its lineage from one of the oldest forms of Buddhism. As a child, he wanted to become a monk quite early, and his parents were not completely thrilled with that uh, wish, but they did allow him to uh, go to the monastery at age 11. Uh, so apparently, it was indeed a, um, a heartfelt desire, because he is here with us today after many, many years um, happily as a monk. Um, his uh, life at the monastery included work and study and long days beginning at 4 a.m. and ending at 9.30. And uh, when he graduated, um, he served as a teacher. He spent some time in Australia teaching. And at a certain point, he was invited by one of his uh, teachers to join him in Michigan. So Bonte came over here to the United States, spent some time in Michigan. Um, later, he decided he wanted to branch out a little more and reach more people in a, in a different way. And he made this connection by contacting UU churches because, of course, we are known for our desire to be open and to learn new things. And he eventually went to McHenry County, Illinois, uh, to the town of Woodstock, uh, and uh, settled in uh, in a community that had uh, the Congregational Unitarian Church of Woodstock, Illinois, where he did med meditation classes. And when that church decided to change its uh, location and move to a new building, uh, Bonte was offered um, was given the offer of would he like to take over the building that the UU Church had been in. So the Blue Lotus Temple of Woodstock, Illinois is in a building that has a long history through um, the Universalist Unitarian tradition. Bonte says that his uh, education at the monastery uh, taught him the lesson of how to successfully get along with people anywhere in the world and he certainly has traveled far. Um, he sees his job as not just teaching meditation, but also as teaching people how to be happy. And so that is his topic for us today. So we all welcome him this morning, Bhante Sujatha. Okay, good morning, everybody. So before my talk, I would like to guide you a short meditation practice. I think it's perfect for this morning service. And please find a very comfortable position and keep your back straight as much as you can. Gently close your eyes. Take a few deep, long breaths and relax your whole body from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. Observe all of the different parts of your body individually and see if they are relaxed, free of tension or strain. Anywhere you find tension or strain, concentrate your mind on that area and allow it to release and relax. Experience 
relaxation and peace. Feel harmony with your body. Feel close to yourself. Now send your loving thoughts towards yourself, thinking, I am well, I am happy, I am peaceful. I am well, I am happy, I am peaceful. Understand the meaning of each word clearly and deeply, then repeat it to yourself. I am well, I am happy, I am peaceful. Having motivated with loving compassion towards yourself, now slowly turn your attention to the subtle sensation of the breath. Every breath you take in, you take out, is taken mindfully. Focus on your natural, ordinary breaths. No need to repress your thoughts. No need to control your thoughts. Let them come and go. Now observe your mind, observe your body. Your body is relaxed, your mind is calm, tranquil and peaceful. <coughs> Make a strong determination to practice meditation every day, regularly, with diligence and patience. Understand how important this meditation practice. Keep yourself happy, peaceful and balanced. Now I am going to do a short chant. Give blessings to all of you, this beautiful church and all your beautiful community. The chanting called Loving Kindness and Healing Chant. Please receive. Please open your eyes. Okay, good morning everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, people call me Yu Yu Buddhist monk. 
<laughs> that's my nickname because i am so used to uu churches because i talk i participate in many services um at uu churches around the country um so a little bit more information how i connect with this uu church how my life turn into totally different direction so being in sri lankan buddhist community in michigan one day i felt this, this is not right place for me anymore why i didn't feel i am connected to american people and local people in this country i felt when i was at the michigan temple i am living in a little sri lanka because sri lankan food sri lankan language sri lankan culture everything is there at that temple every day freshly cooked two meals come to the temple i don't want to worry about any bill payments or insurance or car payments or loans i don't have any problems but i wasn't happy <laughs> that means something wrong with me right <laughs> so anyway i was thinking if i want to live in this country i have to know about american culture american people i cannot speak english that time i was thinking i want to learn english so then i was looking for a place i you know they asking so many different churches around the country two churches are uh, responded one from georgia atlanta other one where i am living now woodstock illinois so i came to the church then dan larson the minister that time now he is retired and he said okay welcome to my church i don't know how to treat a buddhist monk but anyway we have a sen meditation group i will introduce you to them he did the man who organized that group he said Okay Bhante if you need a house to live please come to my house I will give you a room I said sure then I moved to the, my house you know his house then he said if you want to live with my family you have to learn how to deal with my wife and also deal with my two children 3 and 4 then I was thinking better than nothing and so I have place now but first week I am so concerned how to live with the family because age 11 i became a buddhist monk so i don't know even about my family how they are doing now now first week i'm so watching and observing how they are doing things first week it was so challenging for me because it's so loud because two children and they are crying and fighting and watching television television is ongoing cartoon it's so cute those are children uh, husband and wife they are happy Uh, next 30 minutes they are unhappy um again they are happy again they are unhappy so in <laughs> between all these family dramas and family things now there's a buddhist monk um <laughs> so anyway if i have a disorder this is what i have i cannot handle mess uh, my brother monks knows very well i cannot handle mess especially messy kitchen messy bathroom no way and so when they leave what i am doing in the morning clean the bathroom clean the kitchen clean the dishes and mop the house then i enjoy myself few hours and so when they return um, to house in the evening i cook a meal now when they come home they have cooked meal clean house who doesn't like me right and so now they love me and so finally um so i become so used to those two children become my english teachers and uh, finally uh, they asked me to do the babysitting uh, so those two children they are in college now they are the only children had the buddhist monk babysitter in this world <laughs> and and so finally i learned how to change the diapers even 
so it is very interesting experience i love my life usually uh, what i experience in here in this country i don't think any buddhist monk in this world experienced this and so it's very interesting so anyway one day the church uh, unitarian church dan larson uh, he called me and said bante you have to come and meet me then i went to the church then he said so long you are practicing as a monk you have to do something now then i asked him what i have to do how about you teach meditation at my church i said dan i am very sorry i cannot because i cannot speak english very well and also i cannot sometimes understand you what are you talking about i am very sorry i cannot then he said no 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 i am going to help you you know you can do this then i say again no my no didn't work even being a buddhist monk very difficult to say no um i am never used to say no but being here in the united states many years now i know how to say no thank you so much <laughs> i feel happy now i can say no no problem and so <laughs> so anyway uh, dan was keep pushing me and you know so hard i have so much respect for this man how much he did for my life uh, to change and do something here in this country then he said no i am going to sit next to you how about you just teach meditation then i said okay let's try it and so then i was sitting there one saturday morning i was scared to death and dan didn't show up now i am sitting there three people staring at me now i don't know what i have to say or do even i was planning to say something i totally lost i just smiled then they smiled at me i smiled again <laughs> back and forth we smiled like 10 15 minutes <laughs> that's what i did the first day then they left first day i didn't say even a word i was so happy after they leave and same time i was so unhappy why i was so happy i am really sure they are not coming again <laughs> why i was unhappy i didn't do a good job so anyway dan called me and how was it i said i'm mad with you right you didn't show you didn't come and to help me then he said i intentionally did it you have to learn how to handle this i said okay thank you then i said i don't know to do this again so then uh, he said let's try one more time please let's try one more time then i said okay so i'm really sure nobody's coming so next day class start at 10 i was sitting there 9 o'clock in the morning why i want to relax i was praying myself please people don't show up please people don't show up <laughs> and so that's how i was praying my prayer didn't work at all and so i heard somebody walking by then i saw the same three people sitting very close to me staring at me then i was thinking what's wrong with these people <laughs> and so i didn't say anything or do anything now they are sitting in front of me can you believe now 15 years later still those three people are there they didn't leave so anyway then i said something few words they like it i smiled now every day those people coming to meditation saturday morning 10 to 11 now i have 10 15 people then finally dan said how about monday night too now i am doing monday night So how many years I did those two meditation classes? Nine years at the Unitarian Church. Nine years later, they are ready to move. They came to me. President of the church came to me. Bhante, how about you get this church? I said, what? 
get a church? No, we are going to sell this property. I said, I don't have money to buy a church. No, you can do this. Really sure you can do this. Then he said, just go and announce to your people. Because that time I have many people come to meditation practice. I felt like whole UU church already belonged to me. Because I know every single corner of the church because every day I'm there. Because I use the office, they feel very comfortable. You know, I do their service and all those things. I felt like I'm a kind of UU minister. Right? Anyway, I announced to my people, meditation group. Then I said, maybe I have to leave. They are going to sell the church. I'm very sorry. Then one lady came to me and said, Bhante, you are not leaving. I said, what are you talking about? How about I'm going to give you 100,000? Then you will stay and get this church? I said, sure. <laughs> so she donated 100,000. Then other people donated all the money. We purchased the building. Right after we get the building, people are so concerned. It is 115 years old church. It's a beautiful historical building, middle of Woodstock downtown. You know, uh, Groundhog Day movie? That is the place they filmed. Okay. So after I get the church, they were thinking, what I'm going to do this with church? Maybe I will take all the stained glasses and everything down and make it Buddhist. I said, no, no need to change it. Last nine years, without any problem, I used to live with Jesus and all the saints around. Rest of my life, I can handle it. Now we call the Blue Lotus Buddhist Temple. That's our legal name. So when you walk into Blue Lotus Temple, first thing you will see that is this big, tall Jesus standing. Other side, nine feet tall Buddha standing. That is the beauty of Blue Lotus Temple. Those stained glasses are very old. Now I want to uh, restore them, preserve them. Uh, last week we took them down and we uh, transport them to Wisconsin to treat them. And it cost $25,000. So one lady donated $25,000 to me to save Jesus. So the stained glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Don't misunderstand. So that is my journey here in the Woodstock. Now I'm traveling all over the world and sharing this message about loving kindness and practicing mindfulness. Now we have 386 meditation classes per year at the temple. So many different faith and religions come together and practicing meditation with me because I'm not teaching a religion. I'm not converting people. I'm always asking people to go to their church and practice if they have one. Usually Sunday morning, all the religious places are open to public, but our temple is closed Sunday morning. Why? My intention, many people who join the Blue Lotus Temple, they have their own faith, they, they have their own religion, they go to church. So I want to support that. So if we have some time, please come and stop by and we love to have you there. So that is my life journey here in the uh, United States. If you want to know more about it, and I have a book um, in the front desk, okay? So everybody wants to be happy, right? Agree? Everyone who be, want to be happy. So now think about <clears throat> after you become a legal adult, 18 or 21, uh, so maybe your parents said, oh, you work so hard to get things done. So make money, find a good job, make a good education. You did everything. Why you did those things? To make you happy, have a happy and good life. 
now after having education after having good job after having money i'm asking you are you happy are you happy <laughs> no are you happy no right many people say no maybe sometime little bit <laughs> right so then you are thinking no i have money now i have a job i have a house i cannot live by myself i will be so happy if i have a partner boyfriend or girlfriend husband or wife then you found somebody and married now live together why you did that to be happy i am asking you are you happy no <laughs> right that's what i you know hear from the people then you were thinking okay now i have my family now i want to have kids then we will be so happy now you made one kid or two or three or five or whatever number you want why you made those family children to make yourself happy now after having children i'm asking parents are you happy no parents are the warriors worries all the time because of their children they are not happy i cannot falling asleep until my son coming home i cannot falling asleep my daughter is coming late always parents come to me and telling me so i can see you learn uh, you work so hard to get material things to have a quality life that's what i heard here in country quality life one man who came to me and said bante i went to first my first job when i was 15 years old 15 years old my parents my grandparents they said work so hard if you want to have a good life make more money if you want to have a good life so then i did that now he is 60 years old one day came to me and said bande i have enough now he has lots of money but you know what i am not happy i am not happy something missing my life that's why i am coming to the temple i want to find happiness i want to find joy and peace so when you say happiness i think there's a common general word people using for you know the feel good or happiness when you eat ice cream how you feel you feel happy when you eat chocolate you feel happy happiness always come something pleasurable agree happiness always come with something pleasurable it's okay to use that word happiness how about use contentment we all are trying to find contentment in our life that's what i am going to talk about so you know after tsunami i was in sri lanka to help people one evening i returned to the temple i was starving and hungry i was thinking i want to have something to eat so then i ran to the kitchen and opened the refrigerator and thinking i'm going to have something to eat i had the question what is the question i had what i am going to eat why i didn't see anything there to eat so that's interesting that's sri lanka good thing about my life my mother living 10 minutes walking distance i said i am hungry i need some food and within 15 minutes i got food so i am so glad and so then i came back to the you know the chicago then i went home and my brother monk said okay eat and rest and we go to school then after take a shower i came to the kitchen opened the refrigerator to have some food i had the same question what is the question what i am going to eat why so many different kind of food it took for me 10 minutes to figuring out what i am going to, that is the difference so i was reading a magazine published in the uh, in australia 
it says world wealth material money and all the world with 60% of the world wealth in the united states that means we have so much other 40 all over the world that means if we have everything in our life to be happy we have to be a, be happiest people in the world but we are not now i am american citizen so i am part of your country i am belong to this country now so then think about we have so many things but we are not happy that means things and people are not just our happiness beyond that point we have to go and find some contentment how we are going to find contentment what is contentment means what is it means contentment satisfied or enough or peaceful you have to feel something inside so if you really want to enjoy your material things your money first thing you have to do after you make enough you have to meditate if you don't meditate you cannot enjoy your house you cannot enjoy your bed you cannot enjoy your family why i can see people have comfortable beds really good comfortable beds but they cannot sleep well people have most expensive watch they don't have time to watch it so they they have most expensive car they are driving but they are not happy i know many people like that you know one woman said i have lots of money my husband make lots of money now last 10 years i live with my wife separate bedrooms in the same house i hate him i don't like him in the morning he wake up and making coffee i don't like that sound I hate that sound. In the evening he is coming home. When the garage door open, I hate that sound. I used to live like that 10 years, you know, around these all material things. One day she practiced meditation with me and she said, Bhante, if you can help my husband, it is great help for me. I said, I don't know how. However, I met him at the wedding ceremony. I was doing a wedding. Then he came and introduced to me and said I am so and so I want to learn how to meditate then I said okay please come to the temple we have 386 meditation classes per year then he said no 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 that's not my style I asked what is your style then he said I'm a very famous business owner if I go and sit in front of the Buddha and sitting and meditating it is not for my name I don't want to do that then he asked me, how about if you come to my house, could you please come and teach meditation at my house? I said, sure, why not? I accepted. Right after I accepted, then he asked the traditional American questions. What is that? How much you charge? I'm not used to that kind of life as a monk. Then I don't know how to say. And then I said, my friend, you know what? It is free of charge. There is no charge for meditation. It's free. Then he was looking at me, something wrong, and he said, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> if you give something free, it is cheap. That's not right. I don't want anything cheap. Then I cannot understand your culture. Now I'm getting better with that. And then I said, no, it is free. You know, there is no charge. Then he was so quiet. Then I don't know what to say. Then I was so quiet sitting next to him. He, he doesn't stop. 
Then he said again, you don't have any monetary value to your service? Then I said, no. Then I was so quiet again, I don't know what to say. Right? I don't know. So now this man keep going and, you know, the, ask me, I feel bad. You don't charge anything? You don't have, you know, how you live your life? You don't charge for your meditation? Then I was looking at him straight and said, you know what? My meditation practice is priceless. My meditation practice is priceless. I said, your money is helpless when you come to meditation practice. Then he was so quiet. Now he's not talking. Now he's quiet. So he was quiet like 10-15 minutes and he tapped me and said, you know man, you got me. I really like you. And so, if you don't want to become a monk, please join to my business. <laughs> That's what he said. And then he said, you can be a best business owner. And I said, I don't want that. Because that's why I took this, you know, the vows to be, be a monk. Then I was teaching meditation to him almost three months going to his house. Then one day, they, ha they are snowbirds. They go to their San Diego house. Then wife said to me, Bhante, because of your meditation practice, we are falling in love again. We are respecting to each other now. So my husband asked me to go and talk to you you can do a wedding again for us. I did the wedding ceremony for those you know, people. Then they invited me to their house in San Diego for the Thanksgiving. I was there. I never seen such a big house. I was counting 15 television screens all over the house, 15 of them. So they have, a, you know, the, you know, the inside they have a heated swimming pool, swana, uh, gym, and they have 15 people accommodate. They have a private theater inside the house. Now think about those people live in a hell among those material things. One day after Thanksgiving, I saw two children, father and mother. They are holding hands together, watching something like bending. Then husband said, Bhante, they are very close with me now. Bhante, please come and join. Now five people holding hands like this. We are watching little iPad. Okay. Then I was quietly, I don't know what they are watching even I cannot see is little five people right and so they, I was kind of pretending I'm watching and so being nice to them and so finally I quietly I ask my friend what is the meaning of those 15 television screens then he was laughing and he said Bhante when did you count them I said the first night when I was in their house I was counting them he said your number is wrong we have more than 15 now think about how they live their life. Now, now they are fine, now they are happy, now they are content, now they are joyful. Because of that happiness and contentment, they feel their life is full and joy. They are smiling, they are happy. They are waiting for each other to see every day. And they are helping my charity lot. Last year, uh, you, they sent you know, the medical equipment to Sri Lanka over $2 million to Sri Lanka. Now I am telling you, sharing this story, how those people turn into that. Only purpose is meditation practice. I never ask them to practice meditation like 45 minutes. Only thing I ask every day, can you spend two to three minutes every day to breathe? 
then everybody say if i ask that question what do you say yes you can make that time if you can make 3 minutes for yourself every day i am guarantee your life will be more meaningful more joyful otherwise i quit at buddhist mark <laughs> my work and so i guarantee so if you make that commitment every day to practice 3 minutes to yourself you will be a totally new person different person happy person so today i am going to give you three words i already repeated those three words i am well i am happy i am peaceful that's the first part of the meditation okay i am well i am happy i am peaceful please repeat it i am well i am happy i am peaceful now you can say it few times to yourself and bring that intention to your life and your mind your body and so then after that you can focus on your breath that two minutes maybe 20 times breathe in breathe out breathe in breathe out every time when you breathe in you have to think i am receiving something good every time you breathe out you are allowing all the negative things go away from your life so when you can do that practice you will be wonderful so one man came to me and said bhante i am practicing loving kindness meditation i am well i am happy i am peaceful more than 1000 times still i am angry no then i said fake it until you make it <laughs> why i say that when i was a little monk still i'm little anyway uh, when i was a little monk i was angry little monk can you believe angry little monk i am ready to fight with my brother monks one day my teacher said you are bad little monk so i am going to send you home if you behave like this you have to learn how to practice loving kindness to be happy be peaceful i don't know what he was talking about i said sure now what he said sitting in front of the temple every morning like 10 20 minutes i had to repeat those three words i am well i am happy i am peaceful like a mantra like a chanting loudly then my teacher is walking by i just said i am well i am happy i am peaceful every time i say it loud when he is walking by right other than i don't <laughs> so then same time i can see my young brother monk you know he is so happy i am in trouble i am punished and he is so joyful he is walking by to uh, you are in trouble right and so then i say i am well i am happy i am peaceful i hate you i am well i am happy <laughs> and peaceful and so that's how i practice loving kindness meditation when i was 12 years old right because i don't know what i'm doing but i just pretend i just pretend now it is not pretending anymore it is real it is great it is beautiful so when you really practice loving kindness you are radiating that energy in your body so you can give some energy to people with your with your smile with your look with your words it is very powerful so best place to practice this loving kindness while you are driving somebody cut you off i am well i am happy i am peaceful don't do body language or anything right so you know what is my message now your material things are beautiful money is not evil the problem is the mind money is beautiful if you have money you can help the church 
If you have money, you can do so many good work. Money is beautiful, but the problem is our mind. So keep all your material things, make up your mind, meditate every day, then you can enjoy every single minute in your life. Life is short. We don't live more than 100 years. And so sooner or later you all die, I will die. So until then, we have to enjoy this life because we don't have that much time left. Therefore, hurry up. Hurry up. Make something good for yourself. So when you understand the impermanence of that life, then you hurry up doing something good, you can enjoy your life. So then you can smile. So the message is keep your old material things and make more material if you want. Same time, meditate, practice loving kindness every day, meditate, breathing meditation two minutes, then you will find some joy, happiness and balance in your life. So there are some cards on front desk. Please pick one or you can find me on Facebook. After you practicing like a week or two, please email me. I really want to hear your story. Then I will guide you from distance. That's a good plan. Now you have some homework. Okay. And so thank you so much. Thank you, Reverend. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I feel my home. I feel my family. You, you church. I will see you again. Last year when I was here and they invited me, uh, it took one year because I travel heavily and that's why I cannot come like before. And in the front desk, you know, the table, we have few items. I know I always feel loving kindness is not just a word. It is an action. So after I practice loving kindness, I felt I want to do something for people. Now I pick pregnant mothers. One time I was uh, doing the blessing for the pregnant mother, belly blessing, and I saw they are poor, they don't have a place, they are waiting for the delivery without beds. Then I asked doctor, is there anything I can do to help these women? Then doctor said, don't worry about beds. How about buying incubator for us? I said, what is that incubator? I never seen an incubator. Then he showed me an old machine. I call it toaster oven, <laughs> right? So then I came back to United States. I raised funds. I donated incubator. I did eight years. Every year I'm donating incubator. People going with me to Sri Lanka to do that. And now I'm going for ninth incubator this year. This cost maybe uh, 8000 to $9,000. And it's very expensive machine. Children born with jaundice, they can recover soon from that machine. So all the CDs, all the items we have on front, uh, front table is going to that project. And so there are three uh, CDs, I really want to recommend that. This one called the Putting Out the Fires in Your Mind. It is guided meditation CD, 30 minutes and 15 minutes guided meditation. This one is a funny one, Driving with Bhante. <laughs> and Fill up on peace, put the brakes on rage. If you have a road rage, this is the one. And so people love this CD because it has lots of stories. And this is my new release, Bedtime with Bhante. <laughs> so if you have a problem to fall in sleep, I'm teaching how to sleep, you know, the good night sleep, uh, letting go. Okay, and this one, well happy and peaceful band. Somebody donated me five thousand of them to support the babies and the mothers. I think this is a good reminder to you to be well happy and peaceful. This is good gift. Somebody you like and somebody you don't like. Okay, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you.